and gentlemen, All Saints Catholic Church in Dallas, Texas welcomes you to All Saints Coffee Chats. Hey, we're live, Chelsea. but we... Hey, there we are. Hey. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Hi. We're so glad you're here for Coffee Chat episode... 43, um, in which people put their mask on. You were drinking coffee. I was drinking coffee, drinking water, so we're good kinds here. of stuff. Hold on. And you can see the look on my face, the deer in the headlights. Uh, <laughs> wait, I'm the only one on camera. Um, yeah, so glad that you guys are here. Um, Welcome. We don't know what's going on. We Technical do know what's difficulties. Going on. I know what's going on. There we go. Do you? There it is. Boom! The uh, dream team. <laughs> Look at that. Dream Whoa. team. Here we are. We're missing one part of the the team. But, but we're here. But he's he's. What's he's, up, Adam Carr? Adam Carr's here. Wait, how come I'm not getting Adam Carr being here? Well, then you should refresh your browser, Paul. Oh man. Boss man. Are we supposed to drink coffee? I miss, the, I miss the I miss the cue. I mean, I'm gonna drink coffee. Um, Wait, yeah, so we're so over. glad you're here for episode. Hold on, that's not where we are. Forty-three, lightning round. What is happening? Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, so we're just excited that y'all are here. Um, I hope your Lent is off to a great start. Um, how's your Lent going? Um. Pass. <laughs> Pass. Are we coming back to this one later? No, uh, it's it's not that as much as just like I don't I don't even want to admit to the amount of things that have happened during <laughs> Lent so far. Yeah, I would say um, I kind of partially feel like a Lent twenty twenty never ended. Sometimes that's yeah. true. Um, yeah, that's true. But at the same time, it feels like it completely snuck up. Like I still yeah. don't believe that we're actually in Lent right now. Yeah. someone's messing with me. Right. Well. Yeah. So being from South Louisiana, sure. you have to have Mardi Gras as like your preface for Lent. And while Mardi Gras still technically happened, um, and we tried our best at the cottage to have a Mardi Gras celebration um, amidst the snow with king cake and gumbo and like all the things, um, decor mm -hmm. that is still up in our house um, for Mardi Gras party part two. Um, but Mardi Gras didn't actually happen. Like there was no parades, there was no parties, there was no. Mm. So it was really hard to like enter Lent because it was like it doesn't feel like Lent. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, and like last year this time, I know because we had just gotten like school was just canceled at this point, and it was like spring break. Right. And I know people who went to New Orleans for Mardi Gras whenever everything got canceled. And I'm like, I feel like we're still in that moment of like weird uncertainty. Yeah. And it just, it never ended. So our, uh, our kids had um, a half day at school and there was a, a gas leak. Um, and I, I don't, I'm not even sure, like, really what happened, but it was, like, really weird half day, like, at 11 o'clock, they, like, texted all the parents and were like, 
gas leak. All the kids are getting out. Just so you know. And I'm like, I don't even know where to pick them up for parking now and carpool and all that stuff. And you know, they fixed they fixed everything. Um, and they all went back in and dismissed normally. But it was a really weird start to things. And I was like, what a weird start to spring break. Um, and then the kids and I, we I took off that week because my wife's school had a different spring break. They had the, the following week. But we took off the Wednesday. Um, she took off that Wednesday and we went to the Arboretum. And I just remember we were walking around the Arboretum and we kept having the conversation of like, what happens when they shut everything down? Because we know that it's going to happen soon. And by that afternoon, that was it. And so, yeah, weird. ever since then, it's been kind of a weird yeah. um, Lenten season, right? We're, we're all kind of wandering in the desert in different ways. Yeah. Um, and we got hit pretty hard with the freeze and power and things like that. And um, we're, we're all healthy and safe. We're learning to adapt to the fact that power is still cycling off and on at our house. Um, oh, and we didn't have water for like eight days, but we're good. Um, it's definitely been a very challenging start to Lent. So, yeah. I'm still not getting any of that. Is it on the All Saints one? Yeah. User error. All right, then let's jump right in. Uh, uh, maybe do I have do we have multiple ones going? Uh, I don't know. I have All Saints is live now, published by Vimeo. Oh, there are two of them rolling. Oh, there it is. See, that's why. All right. Anyways, let's. Uh, yeah, you're on the other one. Yeah, I guess so. Let's just hop mm -hmm. right to it. Uh, any Saints that are kind of standing out for you guys that you're like oh man i just learned about this okay you stay on that one okay and i'll stay on <laughs> this one and then we don't miss any of them gotcha how does that work that works does that work sound yep, good whatever. and then we can figure out later why it wants to duplicate so what was your question bob uh something about saints same question we ask every week <laughs> Saint Francis. You guys got any saints? That yeah. Are... Saint Francis, I still want a dog. Yeah. And it's yeah. starting to be like adoption shelters are starting to show up on like as ads. Because they Instagram. get into your brain. They do. And I'm like, well, it's working. It's working. Um, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's just another way that they're all spying on us, right? Like every conversation we have, something exactly. pops up in our Facebook. So there are 11 <laughs> of you watching right now. So Hi, I need all 11 of you. To put something in the comments that says, hey, I'm here. Um, is it 11 different people or just 11? I don't know. That's oh a great gosh. question. Hey. Stranger Things. If you caught that one. Upside down. <laughs> Tell Paul oh. that he used to watch season three of Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. people left. Did they? <laughs> they didn't, they didn't leave. They didn't like that joke. I was just um, kidding. Come back. <laughs> we still love you. We love you. Even if you're not 11. <laughs> um, yeah, this is so weird when it starts two of these things um forgive me if that's my fault maybe I mean, they left this one to go to the other one maybe <laughs> yeah. they're like oh paul's all by himself paul's let's go alone. be friends <laughs> how sad all right saints um so you're still hanging on to um is dana winland your mom no yes what'd she do yours not mine <laughs> she she's here hi. oh my goodness. she's coughing for us oh Hi, Mom. Hi, Moms. Aw. She's so cute. Um, <laughs> I don't know which one to watch. <laughs> I'm going to watch there's, this. There's seven in one and six in the other. So um, now we're up to 13. The Woo! plot thickens, right. Adam says. Moving on. Um, you're just missing out on the good one over here. 
Um, yeah, so uh, St. Teresa of Avila mm. um, came across, and it, I mean, it's a kind of a, a quote that's attributed to her, again, with our book of, like, the things the saints never said. Who knows what they actually said? Yeah. Um, but attributed to her, and this one's okay. Um, I'm probably going to butcher it. But essentially, like, God alone is enough kind of thing. Um, Should we get the slow clap going? <laughs> so, so, God alone is enough. Um, and just kind of that reminder during Lent of God being, like, enough. Like, prayer, um, what have you, through all of that. Um, and I think during Lent, we always try to, like, add things in or do extra things for other people or and it's like hold on we're just missing like all those things are great and like helping us get to god but it's like how can we why don't we just cut out all the nonsense and just go straight to him like he's enough he's always enough so like why don't we just focus on him yeah like we make a lot of these extra steps for ourselves yeah we make a lot of extra steps and yeah so yeah just something i've kind of reflected on a little bit of what extra steps am i creating nonsense for um when it can just be simple um yeah what about you paul um mary um I mean, I mean, you just um, you said that so like yeah, she's I, not the greatest. No, like she's definitely the greatest. <laughs> um, I she's just not an answer that I think I've ever said before. Even though she's very, like she's called that, the queen of heaven and earth. Does that make you very, the cheater this week? No, yeah, kidding. maybe. Um, just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, I guess, like, I've just spent a lot of time in prayer trying to, like, figure a lot of different things out lately. And I think in that, I've just really asked for her intercession and just help with a lot of things. So more than than anything else with the saints. And, and I know I've teased you before about, like, that's a cop-out answer. You can't use that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's just I, I really need her help with a lot of things that are going on right now. And... Uh, so yeah, that's what I'll go with. Yeah. So. Never a bad one. No, definitely well, there, not. I would not say that there could be a bad choice. Andrew, you want to jump in and share with us who your saint is? Definitely. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Andrew Darling. Can I get an applause? It's like sounds to go. Uh, if I knew how to do that. <laughs> I'm sure there's a sound effect that did I could press over there. Did you just end a live stream? I did, because it was a double. Except that's the one we were getting comments on. No, I, I got them on this one. Oh. We're good. This is the one that um, Dana Winland and I are hanging out on. We're having a good time. And Adam Carr joined us, so at the same time as Andrew did. <laughs> nice. uh -huh. It moved you here weird. Yeah, I'm not sure Welcome why it doubled. to the real show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Andrew, how about you? Any saints that you're really feeling... A connection with lately? Um, I want to, I was talking about St. John Chrysostom last week. He's somebody who I'm still thinking about, just been reading through a lot of his writings. Uh, right. So, again, kind of a cop out answer because I said him last week, but. Cop uh, out people. Sorry. But but he's just <laughs> awesome. Um, we were talking last week with Dave Stotts about um, 
you know, the way that uh, the faith sometimes comes across. I was reading some of his homilies, yeah, and they're like they're super confrontational in just the right way, right? Um, and I, I don't know if that's always the right thing to do in ministry or whatever, but it's just really cool to to see um, and to, or to read in this case the the um, homily of somebody who's just really willing to step out and call out challenge you know, what, and challenge people to live yeah. the faith. Uh, as God's challenging him to do it. So it's just pretty cool. And that is how you do a segue right into favorite readings uh, of the week. Because I was going to say this week's gospel where Jesus is throwing tables. Um, I like angry Jesus. (laughs) I am a fan of like righteous anger, like passionately upset because you see like injustice like i'm totally on board and i'm sure um saint john christentum in his um homilies was the same way that there is something good and there is something bad and if you're not doing good then you are doing bad so throw the tables like get upset get fired up um if you haven't listened to like bishop robert Barron's uh reflection for this upcoming sunday's readings all he does is focus on the Ten Commandments. But you can hear in his voice as he's going through them, like, hey, thou shall not kill. This is a direct commandment. You can't possibly be against this commandment. We know what life is. We know what life is for. You can't do this. And I'm like, ooh, ooh, do it, do it. Like, scream it, people. He didn't quite get there because he seems like the most relaxed man. Um, but, like, I've... I like upset Jesus. I like just fire. And like uh, my favorite scripture passage of all time has always been Luke 12, 49. I have come to set the world on fire and I wish it were already ablaze. We have a mission. We know what the mission is. Stop pretending that everything is just rainbows and butterflies. Like just let's do this. Let's be authentic. Let's be real. Let's teach truth. And it's okay that people are going to get upset, and they have, but they have to be told what is true. So, yeah. Sorry, soapbox. <laughs> I am done with you. <laughs> I do like angry, angry Jesus, yeah. where he just kind of gets kind of feisty and like. Yeah. It's like you think like, oh, there's no way Jesus is going to be like that. I'm like, no. You know, we have this conversation sometimes with the teens of like emotions, and you know, it's like. Well, I can't be this way because Jesus... And I'm like, no, he was. Like, Jesus yeah. had every emotion that there was. Or that there is, I guess. Um, from, like, being really happy to, like, being really sad. Like, I mean, it's like he wept. You know, Jesus wept. Um, and then, like, being totally angry. Um, but we have to talk about, like, what do you do with that anger? Mm-hmm. Um, and how, like, the emotion's not the evil part of that. Like, that's human. But it's like, how do we act on that? Um so yeah, it's always fun to see Jesus while in his divinity, but like just the expression of, of humanity. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's always a great one. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I was thinking the same reading because I was thinking of like how many times I've had difficult conversations about the faith and I tend to like walk on eggshells. I'm not a super confrontational person, so I, you know, I try to share that truth, but get a little nervous about not not necessarily like disagreeing but having someone like challenge something and then not wanting to challenge too hard back like knowing 
what is truth, but not wanting to like throw everything all at once. Um, but then looking at this gospel and being like, no, that's the entire point. We're not here to constantly worry about like whether truth is going to hurt someone's feelings, you know, mm -hmm. like, because if it is truth, it's not going to, it's, you know, that's what we're meant to portray. And so, um, it's just like a angry Jesus is kind of a confidence boost to be like, no, we have to it's like, okay. Yeah. It's okay to yeah. yeah get in a way. I would say like, even it, like excited about it mm -hmm. instead of just kind of being like lukewarm or, you know, yeah. like, don't be lukewarm. Being really careful. Don't, be, like, <laughs> don't even do it. Don't be Jesus vomit. Don't be Jesus yep. vomit. <laughs> yeah. What about for you, Andrew? Um, thinking about uh, Romans 12, is it one through two? It was our awakening verse. Um, sorry, just because you were there. But the, <laughs> um, it's, do not conform yourself to this age, yeah. but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Uh, you may know what is good and pleasing and perfect to the Lord. Um, and uh, I was looking through some stuff from Awakening, which is why I was thinking about it, but just a reminder of, kind of like we were, just, we were talking about just now, like there's, there's always going to be a comfortable thing, and then yeah. a lot of times there's going to be the right thing, which is not that. And um, just being able to tell those apart and, always, and go for the right thing when that's the case, I think that's an important thing to, to know. You know, all, all of this, like the different conversation around like the emotion and all of those things, um, like looking where we're at, like the climate of our culture right now, right? Like the whole idea of like the cancel culture and all of those things, like this Jesus is canceled, right? Like there, nobody would be okay with this today. Like the confrontation and, and just like the righteous anger and, and just to be mad about what he's seeing as a like it's almost like a, a perversion of what is meant to be happening in the temple and outside of the temple and he sees that and he just throws everything over it says that like he he fastened a whip and he started driving people out like we're so sensitive yeah we're so sensitive and and you know I, you see the post all the time on like the facebook or instagram or, or twitter of like um we need to relearn how to be confrontational, right? That just because you and I don't agree with something doesn't mean we hate each other. And, you know, I, I look at this and I'm like, uh, we have this picture of Jesus here. We've got this other one here uh, behind uh, Chelsea of like the, the different readings of the Old Testament and New Testament, but it's crucified Christ. And I made the comment yesterday when we were doing our uh, podcast for the upcoming readings of, you know, they, they never would have crucified Mr. Rogers. Everybody loves Mr. Rogers. Everybody still loves Mr. Rogers. And for good reasons, right? Like he taught us incredibly valuable lessons on how to love our neighbor. It was literally like the song. Won't you be my neighbor? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but how many, how many people, <laughs> that song is in my head now. It's like, yeah, no, it's <laughs> like an earwig. Um, it's never gone away. It's eating my brain. <laughs> but how many how many people like now willingly would accept what what that radical love really means? You know, we've we've talked before with Bible study of like the reason why people were so attracted to Saint Paul isn't because he had an attractive appearance, it's because he spoke truth. Mm -hmm. He was a, he was somebody that people were attracted to because he was honest, he was truthful. And nowadays, like, that honesty and that truth is so dividing. Mm -hmm. 
and it's so difficult you know like it's it's just it's really easy to be like oh no no more dr seuss you know no no more mr potato head just potato head just potato like head, we yeah. don't want to upset anybody of all you know, the things too though. it's just like you know who didn't uh, get canceled in scripture uh jesus <laughs> no lazarus who also, didn't get canceled? the prodigal son didn't get canceled no in scripture even though he right. was so disobedient and disrespectful which scripture um that i was looking ahead at this week it's actually the gospel on saturday yeah um so like as you're talking about that like difficulty within family or friends or whoever um the son that just is like, okay, I'm out. Like, give me my stuff. I'm going. And then comes back. And the father's just like, come on. You know, I've been yeah, waiting. He, he, he yeah. greets him. He yeah, greets he him. He runs yeah. out. Which, and that's the part that still, like, forever has just sat with me for, like, a couple of years now. It's not like, you know, we all probably go back home and you knock on the door. Or you go visit somebody you haven't seen in a while. And you knock on the door and they're excited. They open the door and they're excited to see you. Yeah. But, like... The line that reads, like, when he was a long ways off, mm -hmm. the father spotted him, which means he had to have been sitting out there waiting for him mm -hmm. and watching and waiting um, versus, like, oh, I'm going to go about my business. I think he'll come back at some point, you know. Um, but, no, he was, like, sitting at the end of the driveway, like, oh, someone will drive by. Hopefully I'll see him, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I just find that. I was, I'm like, yeah. oh. He, like, the most important thing to him was to stand out there and wait for his son. You know, the, the, the other thing, you know, it doesn't matter how often we cause division or um, whether uh, deliberately or not, like, there's, Jesus isn't going to cancel you either. Yeah. You know, he's, he's still going to be running out to you where, wherever you're at. I um, also love that, like you said, you know, in the, the end of the gospel, it talks about Jesus understands human nature. And you were talking about, like, the different emotions. Like, we know that Jesus cried. We know that Jesus suffered. We know that Jesus laughed. We know that Jesus was devastated with the, the death of Lazarus and uh, celebrated his rising mm -hmm. again. Um, so I, I think, yeah, you know, it, he's Jesus. Like, he's incredible. Um, but I, I, I do hope that everybody takes the time to, to really look at that side of Jesus, that it's okay to get upset sometimes. It's okay to be mad, but there's a line, right? Like, Andrew, you've talked about the, the baseline of, like, this is where we can get to, and once we cross that line, it's not okay anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah. And something else to bring up with this, just while we're on top of um, I remember when I was in seminary, Father Kevin Wilbert gave a really good talk about this, um, talking about, especially within ministry, but just as Christians as a whole, that you always have to proclaim the truth. Um, you know, whenever it's necessary, whenever it is that you, you know, that God's compelling you to proclaim the truth, you have to do that. But you have to do it in love. Uh, it's yeah. not a, it's not something you can do out of a feeling of superiority or out of a, right. I'm right and you're wrong sort of thing. Even if you are right and they are wrong, um, it's there's always got to be that balance, which does it doesn't cancel each other out. Like the anger. Angry Jesus doesn't mean that loving, kind Jesus, you know, wasn't real. It, right. Loving, kind, respectful mm -hmm. Jesus, all of that doesn't mean that 
this Jesus isn't real. There's it's one Jesus, and yeah. we always, as Christians who are following him in our lives, we have to recognize that even when we're bringing up something difficult and something confrontational, that we're doing it because we love the other person and not because we're right yeah. and they're wrong, even if we're right and they're wrong. Mm -hmm. um, but it's always got to be out of a place of love. Mm -hmm. So it's okay to lovingly call somebody a brood of vipers? If, if the situation calls for it. That, that's <laughs> awesome. That might be like my favorite biblical insult. Oh, yeah. <laughs> brood of you brood of vipers. Yeah. <laughs> I think you bring up a very, a very great point. Just because I... I think differently, like, oh, well, I've just totally thrown you out. You know, like... We can't hang out anymore because I don't agree with you. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, very much, I love that. Like, how do we do that out of love? Um, who are we waving to? It was the, the screen keeps freezing. Was it really? Our screen, our it's screen so is freezing. No, it is frozen the drop, now. Drop keeps freezing. That's like a, like a frosty. That's all good. I know. Freezing like a frosty. Freezing that, like Dallas two weeks ago. That's a new one. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> go. I was oh, living yeah. my best life no, so it's just during not, Snowmageddon it's, it's 2021. The it's the computer. That's what I called it, was Snowmageddon. Yeah. Snowmageddon. No, 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 no. Snowpocalypse. We called it Snowbid. I was going to say, somebody called it Snowbid 20. It was, yeah. it was Snowpocalypse for me. Instead of COVID, um, Snowbid. So I had five days of Snowpocalypse. Um, yeah, so I was If everybody life. is as joyful during the apocalypse as you and your roommates were during the snowpocalypse, <laughs> I feel like we've missed the point of the apocalypse altogether. <laughs> we had so much Snowpocalypse 21! Like, oh, it it's the worst! Matter. Let's go sledding. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. It was like, let's go! It's only five yeah. degrees outside, but let's go! <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it five was degrees. only five degrees. And then we'd go outside and we'd have like a snowball fight with my housemates nieces who were like five and they were like thrilled that we were like throwing snowballs at each other yeah. um sounds very apocalyptic yeah and they didn't <laughs> care that at like one point i was wearing jeans and i had put snow pants on and so one of them just kept like throwing and i'm like ah it's like 10 degrees out here stop it <laughs> um but she thought it was hilarious and then we like hurried up and built a snowman um because of course at their age them being out in 15, 20 degree weather is not. So we would like turn on the timer and be like, you have 20 minutes, Yeah, let's play. Yeah. And they'd run around and they'd be like, okay, time to go back inside. Like, um, but yeah, so it was super fun. It was super fun. Um, but yeah, back to um, <laughs> like having those conversations and how do we, it's like we fear from making someone uncomfortable. And it's like, well, I don't want to talk to Erica about it because she's going to be uncomfortable. Well, I don't, you know. Yeah, what's the point there? And what are we, do I really love, like, do I really love you, right? And, like, love in the sense of do I will what's best for you? And, like, what's best for you and what's best for all of us is to, like, know Jesus and be in right relationship with him and ultimately end up in heaven. So, like, how am I calling how am I loving you in the best way to help you end up there at your final destination? You know, literally. So it may make you uncomfortable, but if that's what calls you to be better, then how can we do that? You know? Yeah. And it's like, we're so afraid of, Oh, well I'm going to hurt her feelings or I'm going to make her uncomfortable or I'm going to be uncomfortable because I got to address it. Well, sure. 
Yeah. But do you really want what's best for that person? Yeah. Well, and you think like how is that? How is that culture setting up any sort of like any sort of relationship, any sort of potential for friendships or marriage or anything? Like, there's yeah. no foundation there if you can't trust the fact that you can disagree respectfully and mm -hmm. like. I wouldn't be married if we couldn't communicate our things that we like agree and disagree on or have different opinions on things like there would be no way to move forward from that yeah, yeah just the yeah. way that this culture is setting up those things is could be could be really devastating if it continues yeah, yeah. it's it's very difficult to see um, I remember a few years ago we did a uh, night on emotional chastity uh, with some of our teens, and as um, we had great presenters, Allie Gilliland and uh, at the time Christy Katie, Katie Christie, not Christy Katie. That's like, yeah, nope. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Katie Katie Christie, um, and they were presenting uh, these different scenarios of um, of emotional chastity, and when we got done, we had a young lady that that said. Um, my friend really likes this boy, but this boy does not like her at all. Um, but I don't want to tell her because that would just upset her. And I was like, oh my gosh, you just said this is like your best friend. And you're not going to tell her that she's going to get devastated or hurt because you're worried about hurting her now. Like, that's then you're not a real friend. Like, we, we have to be able to tell people like uncomfortable truths. We have to be able to say things to people for their own benefit. It's not, you know, it's not in a way that is condemning right. or, um, you know, putting some sort of judgment or, or damnation on a person in any kind of way. It's, it's a conversation of like, I'm seriously concerned for you because of this. Can we talk? Um, and then it's up to them of how receptive they want to be to that conversation. Some people are very much like, yes, I need you to hold me accountable. And some people are like, yes, I need you to hold me accountable when it's comfortable to me. Um, and I think everybody's dealt with that in different ways probably in their lives where, you know, they've got a friend that's like, hold me accountable. And then you do. And they're like, you don't know my life. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I tried. <laughs> um, and, you know, we, we don't know all of somebody's situation sometimes or all of what's happening behind closed doors or something like that to, to know all of what goes into why they seem very closed off to our friendship and our truth. But, yeah, I mean, it's all, all we, we still have to try. We still have to go in. We still have to flip over tables. We still have to tell people, like, this is what is right. This is what is good. And I know that you care about what is right and good, whether or not you agree with me right now. And so I'm telling you because I love you. Don't be mad at me. Don't hate me because I told you, because this is what I, a good friend would do. You can be upset. Like, you may not agree with me. And that's perfectly fine. But that shouldn't end a relationship. That shouldn't end a friendship, you know? Um, certainly, like you just said, it can't end a marriage. You know, I mean, there's plenty of times when my wife and I will sit down and talk to each other, and it's like, I disagree with you absolutely disagree with you and then she tells me why she's right um and then i have to say you are right because she always is um but it, i mean it's, it's just i mean well she she is so um not even like jokingly like she 99.9 percent .9 of the time she was right um but right like how she how was can or is a relationship survive 
if you can't be honest with each other, if you can't be truthful. Um, and I think that's what, what, I think that's modeled to us so much in Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, it's just, I want to model to you what is right, what is good, what is truthful. Um, so, yeah. And I think an important, kind of, again, the flip side of that coin, which doesn't change anything about what you just said, is that we have to be willing to take that when it comes to us. Oh, absolutely. And yes. that's, I mean, I, yeah. for the same, all the same reasons, if somebody's going to, I'm really bad at this when somebody's going to call me out about something, whether it's just like some functional thing. Yeah. Like, hey, you're, you're my friend. I need you to, like, we don't, you don't ever call me. Like, what, like what's the deal? Right. It's like, I feel awful now. It's like, no, you, if you're going to be able to, you know, tell the truth to others and to help them be loving when they need that, like, you got to be willing to, to listen to that yourself and not be the person who asks for it, but then says, oh, no, you don't know my life when, when it comes to you. Yeah. So we have a question coming in from the audience. Oh, good. Oh, boy. Um, Wait, how come I don't see it? Because they texted me. Oh, oh it's a secret um, message. <laughs> secret question. Secret question. Can we get like a... Hypothetical. A screen, a screen thing got, of that. Let's work on that. Yeah. Next week. Secret question. Paul. Um, Hypothetically. How do you navigate a relationship? Or how do you navigate it when relationships are destroyed after you have one of those conversations? So, you've had the conversation with them. You've been honest. Yeah, and they're like, you don't know my life. Is, like, what do you do with that? Yeah. Um, the first first answer to everything, and I know that this is like the cheesy Catholic youth minister kind of answer, pray for that person, right? Because something, something has clearly happened in different people's lives where um, they've suddenly, like, their heart has been hardened for some sort of reason, right? Um Maybe it's, uh, let's go with the example of um, you have a friend who's in a romantic relationship and you're able to see in this romantic relationship that there is some kind of, um, some kind of abuse that's going on, right? And we'll, we'll use abuse as, as a scenario. We'll, we'll say it's verbal, right? So you don't see it. There's no marks that indicators show. Um, it's not emotional because they're not like, breaking down crying every time they talk about this person. But you know when you're having a conversation that there's something there. Mm -hmm. Like, you can kind of see that. And then you call them out on it. You're like, I just don't think the things that he or she is saying to you are good for you. Um, what tends to happen with people who are in some sort of abusive relationship is they, they will automatically defend themselves. They'll get defensive. Because you don't understand... You know, it probably was my fault that he said I'm the worst person on the planet. Or it probably was my fault that he said I'm an idiot. Or it probably was my fault, whatever it is, right? There's a blame that goes into it a lot of times. And it's because we're prideful people. Like, we don't want to admit that we're in a bad thing. Mm -hmm. You know, and how many times, have we, like, you've heard the cliche of, like, love is blind. You know, um, you don't see it when you're in it sometimes. But other people around you might. Um, and this is actually similar to a situation that did happen to me personally where I had a buddy that it was like, hey, this is not good for you. And she just didn't want to hear it. She was like, you don't know what you're talking about. You're not with us when we're doing X, Y, Z. You don't know. And it's like, okay, but I've known you long enough to be able to say to you, honestly, be careful. Like, watch what's happening, you know. And unfortunately, um, 
their relationship traveled further and further along uh, the road to, to be able to get to a point where they were about to get married. Um, and then finally a priest had to, to come in and, and say, this is, a, this is an abusive relationship. We're going to get you help. Um, and then it took multiple years for that person to contact me and say, I'm sorry I was so closed off to what you were saying. I didn't see it when I was in it. Um, and so really, like, our, my job in that situation was always, like, I've got to keep praying for you to, mm-hmm. to be safe and to know that you are loved, not just by this significant other, but by the people around you who have kind of said, be careful. Um, and then to meet them, to run out to them like in the prodigal son story. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's not just I'm going to wait for you to apologize. Like as soon as I knew that happened, it, it was immediately like, let's go get lunch. Mm-hmm. Let's go talk. Because the hardest thing is that, that people start to remove other people in their lives who don't agree with the decision that they've made. Mm-hmm. So how do you reconcile those things when it's like you hurt me so much by not just listening to truth? Like you were so blind and, and it hurt like the way that 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 she responded to me was like, I don't I don't know if I can reconcile that, but mm-hmm. we have to like right. we've got to be able to say like, OK, you definitely need people around you now because you've been so broken and beaten and, and these things. So we got to pray for those yeah. people. We've got to pray for both people that might be in that relationship if it's something like that. Um, We've got to pray for people like me who don't respond to text messages from their friends uh, since I'm getting called out on Facebook uh, by Adam Carr. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I've left him hanging for a week. Wait, no, I responded. <laughs> not, did I not? Man, what a terrible person. I'm not a good friend. Like, I'm bad at this. Um, friend thing. <laughs> 40 years of practice and I'm terrible at it. Um, so yeah, I mean, the big thing that I would say for whoever's asking that question, pray for your friend, first of all. Um, if it's if it's something like uh, uh, they're at a job that they they can't stand, but and every time you tell them like get out of that job, and they're like, I just can't, and you don't understand what it's like because I don't have any other options. Well, first of all, we always have options. You know, it may not be the best option and it may be a very scary option. A very scary option. But sometimes, like, you've got to take that leap in order for God to, to be there to catch you. Yep. Um, so, th- that is a terrible, <laughs> that's like worse than a shopping cart. Um, but sometimes you gotta, you got to take the jump, right? Um, the, the leap for God to catch you, like, so <laughs> cliche, cheesy, don't ever it use works. that. Anyone? It works that um, way. No, it doesn't. It's gross. Um, <laughs> But I think, you know... Yeah, but that's like people you, saying, you've oh... You've got to tell them. You know, you've got to be able to say something sometimes, and they're not going to be receptive to it. Right. But you, you just you got to keep praying for them. Got to keep praying you know? for them. And yeah. um, a lot of times, uh, those conversations, they take courage. I mean, my goodness. How much divide there is in our country right now about COVID, where if I say something about it and you say something different about it, we can't be friends anymore. Like, no, come on. Like, we, we've got to be able... And, and the hard part is, like, none of us know who to trust with this right now, right? Like, there are medical professionals that tell you you got to wear, like, three masks and get seven different vaccinations um, just so that you can go to the bathroom. It's ridiculous. Just so you can go right? to the bathroom. And then there's some people that are like, COVID's a hoax. <laughs> like, it's all made up. Um, clearly. <laughs> 
some things there too. And so you have these these, and they're all medical professionals. They're like medical professionals that are like COVID was is made up, like it's a it's a April Fool's joke, and COVID is going to eradicate the human race. Um, okay, clearly something's wrong, right? And and we know that this has been politicized, but at the same time. If I, mom, I don't know if you're watching, I'm gonna use you as an example. I love you. I know this is not a conversation you and I had had, but I'm just gonna use you as an example. If I called my mom right now, my mom is like, Paul, you have to get vaccinated or you can never see me again. What options do I have? Like I, there's, there's no more conversation of like, okay, I love you. I want to see you. Then that's what I have to do. This is not what happened with my mom and I. Um, let me be very clear about that again. Um, the same way that it's like, mom, uh, if you don't get vaccinated, you're going to die. Oh, okay. Well, so we're very limited in our options. Well, maybe my mom doesn't want to get vaccinated. So she's just like, no, you know what? Obviously, you don't really care about me because you're forcing me to do something I don't want to do. No. Like, guys, we've got to treat each other with love. You, you and I may not agree with everything that's going on with COVID or everything that's going on. That doesn't mean that we can't still talk. And if that's what it comes to, like if my mom and I had that conversation and my mom said to me, if you don't get vaccinated, you're never allowed to come near our house again. Then what, we just, we sever the relationship that's been built my entire life of mother and child. And it's just like, okay, fine. I guess we're just never gonna see each other again and never talk to each other again. If that were to happen, I'm still gonna pray for my mom. You still gotta do that. And then hopefully there's there's a chance for reconciliation, right? There's a chance for compromise, a chance for conversation. Um, and sometimes it's just the brutal honesty of like, can I talk to you without opinions getting in the way? Like just talk to you about why I think this is right or why I think this is wrong. Mm -hmm. without, without our emotions getting, and I know that's hard. Like that's mm -hmm. not easy for anybody to remove emotion from the whole situation. But sometimes that's part of it too, is like, okay, let's put a pause on emotions on how we feel about the coronavirus or how we feel about the vaccine. Let's just talk about facts. It's Again, facts, right? hard one to do when you've got doctors that are sure. opposing stuff. But with like relationships or like the job scenario, let's talk about facts. What is it about your job that you like, that is secure, that you're worried about not being a part of? Good. Now. What are, what are the facts about when you leave that job? The psychological effect. Where's money gonna come from? Ah, what's the next thing look like? Um, the relationship. Why have you stayed with this person who is harmful? Um, why did you, you know, decide that you wanted a dog on the third floor of your apartment? You know, what, what is it that... Uh, <laughs> Something crazy. Oops. Like, that. <laughs> um, like what, what is it? That, <laughs> Way to call me really out. Specific. <laughs> uh, gotta be honest with you. <laughs> um, you just got totally. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, what? I hope, and I, hope I respect you, it. I hope you know I'm joking. That was like worse than being like uh, loud capped in like a large room. Jeez. I hope. You hey know you, no, over oh. there. <laughs> that but yeah, I mean. Respect it. <laughs> and I'm still going for it. Yeah. I disagree. I, I, I can respect you. your I opinion. I lovingly disagree I still, with you. I yeah. still like you, but you're wrong. Um, yeah, Jonathan, hopefully you're not watching. <laughs> no, oh, he is. Like, please, no. <laughs> he goes, at Erica. <laughs> Jonathan, um, dogs are great, man. Dogs are great. I'm giving you the honest truth here. Dogs are the best. Um, 
No, that's his. That's his opinion. <laughs> <laughs> He's no. on the first floor. Third floor is going to be a challenge. Um, so I don't know if that answers that person's question. Hopefully completely. it does. If it answers your question out there, um, um, anonymous individual. Yeah, secret um, secret question person. If if not, I could I we could probably have another conversation off the air, um, where we could talk about some of those things and how to reconcile that. Um, because yeah, it's already eleven forty six, and I'm the only one talking. And you're the only one talking. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. But you, I mean, I did. That's have, why I got put in this chair today. It is. Yeah. That is entirely. We did chair. that on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you're the last one to come into the room before coffee chat starts. But I wasn't. Before, yeah. Before. Yeah. Before. Ah, got it. Yes. I, mean, like, hey. I mean, I was in a meeting until 10.58. Right. So. And a half. So. so we chose our chairs. Good point. Good point. Okay, so I do have a question. Does you anybody else have a your hand up for a question? No. Oh. COVID, no. COVID safe high five. Yeah. Air high fives. <laughs> um, so you have a question? I do. What's your question? For, for you guys. And, and for you out there watching, um... What do you want to get for lunch next week when I come visit Dallas? That, that's not a question we're answering on air. Um, <laughs> also, the answer is food. Uh, I was going to so, say that too. <laughs> uh, yeah, next week you should, you should definitely uh, join us for Coffee Chats. We'll have Dave Palmer uh, on with us. But before we get to all that, question for you guys. Sure. Uh, and questions for those of you watching. Uh, what, do you, what did you guys decide to do for Lent? Oh. Feel free to pass if it's something you don't want to share, but... Is there something that you've decided to give up or something that you've decided to do? What are you guys doing for Lent? You know, We're all going to just make eye contact until <laughs> somebody else goes first. Uh. <laughs> do I have to move my mask for this to be official? Yes. My losses already. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So every year around this time, I think it, I think it is in Lent. I can't remember any other time. Um, basically, I'm in this um, kind of email chain of a bunch of different women from my parish back home, and it's expanded, like, really uh, dramatically. And it's basically the 30-day, um, what's the word? Like, devotion to St. Joseph. Oh, yeah. But we mm -hmm. go through, and you can, we do it for husbands. Like, we pray for husbands for specific things every day. And I've been doing it since um, Jonathan and I were dating. And so it's cool, like, I started it, like, three years ago when we were dating. I got to do it last year when we were engaged, and now this is my first time doing it when we're married. Nice. Um, and so basically every day of Lent, playing, playing, praying for, like, a different thing. Like, I think today was, like, clarity or something. Yeah. Um, and just going through and then doing the St. Joseph devotion for them and then for ourselves as well. Um, and that's been really interesting. I feel like every year I, you know, we pray for these things for them, but at the same time, I feel like I start to just, instead of like praying for it and making it happen more, like I feel like I'm just become more of aware of it. Like I'm more of the aware, more aware of the way that he like perseveres in things or that he has confidence in things rather than it just kind of like situations coming up to where that happens. Um, so that's been a really cool thing. That goes through every day of Lent. And so that's just been like a daily thing. Um, other than that, we... <laughs> We said we were going to be better at not eating junk food, um, but we had frozen yogurt for dinner last night. So, For dinner? I don't really know how that's going. <laughs> We've been really good at it. That's for just like dinner. one that's thing. That's a that meal. Like, it's, it's not better food. than ice cream. Like, yeah. Technically. That's where we're like, 
It works. Right? That's just one thing. <laughs> Sometimes I'm sure. <laughs> like one sacrifice. I can't judge you because I can't say that I've never done that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can't say never. Yes. That's like one like sacrificial thing we're trying to do, but I don't frozen yogurt isn't junk food. What? Not always. Uh, <laughs> wait, say that again. Like, for, well, okay, it was more like fast food and junk food. Yeah. But no, definitely a difference. Yeah, we definitely didn't go drive through, so. There you go. There you go. Are there places for drive through frozen yogurt? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan! Andy's. Oh, yeah, she prayed that I'd have the clarity to go pick up a dog today. <laughs> I mean, I did say to her, say to Jonathan, like, <laughs> those daily prayers that she's doing sound like you're getting a dog. Um, <laughs> so. Thing. <laughs> Jonathan, so good, um, so good. We need, we need to have Jonathan on coffee chat. <laughs> get the Jonathan. behind the scenes story um, on, on air. You'll finally get the other side. Of the story. <laughs> so here's get the really other good. side yeah. of that prayer life. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Trying to work in prayer um, and work through a couple. It hasn't really worked well over the last couple weeks but before Lent over um, there's a book I want to read before Lent over um, by Father Jacques Philippe um, and then also um, just a couple other like not that's like a prayer book um, but some novels I want to just finish um, and spending time reading versus um, just spending time on social media or watching TV or whatever um, but sacrificially I guess in a sense of um, trying to just like not waste food um but then also not eating um like the other day i guess it was saturday we went shop out my roommate and i went shopping and we were like we could pick up food on the way home and i was like ah, food at home like just it's not necessary you know like if there's something in the refrigerator why you know so just being mindful of what's there I've um, been trying to uh, do more of the Liturgy of the Hours, actually the very morning and evening prayer mm-hmm. as, every day as much as I can. Um, it's something that I did like every day in seminary, but uh, something that I feel like is a good way for me to kind of, um, I don't want to say restart, but reinvigorate my prayer life. Um, yeah. Something that's familiar, but something that is like super specific. It's like I'm gonna pray more, or I'm gonna pray even like this many minutes a day. It's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna do these two prayers specifically, and so far it's been, it's been good. I haven't gotten every single one, but it's been, yeah. it's been helpful. Yeah. Some other particular intentions and things too, but that's been the biggest thing. Yeah, I, uh, I've tried really hard to do something, but it, it's, <laughs> I'm not very good at it. Um, in past years have been great, but this year has just been a challenge. Um, since we've been back in the house, uh, it's been really good that like our family does a, a rosary at night um, together. We'll do a, at least a decade of the rosary. Um, so that's been really good. It's something that we're doing as a family. Um, we try to do the Our Father in the morning, like first thing in the morning with the kids. That one's a little bit dif- more difficult because we're always like rushed. It doesn't matter if we all wake up like at five o'clock in the morning or at six o'clock in the morning. It's chaos um, getting out of the house. Uh, so it's kind of crazy. 
And then the other thing is like a shameless plug, like our podcast, uh, the Lenten Reflections. I've, I've tried to stay on top of those. Um, so every morning on my way into work between dropping the kids off at school to the church is like a perfect amount of time to listen to those little podcasts because it's only like four or five minutes long anyway. Uh, so that's been really good. Yeah, that one, I've actually, plug, check it out. that one I've actually kept up with really well. Like, I've listened to every day's. Um, I also feel like, man, you guys are really good at that. <laughs> and Yours have been good, too. Yeah, that, no. We're I, all I, I, automatically, when you hear your own voice, you're kind of like, I want to turn this one off anyway. <laughs> and that's what happens every time. Like, I, hey, I'm Paul Bianchi. Welcome to, oh, gross. Uh, I can't listen to this. <laughs> Not this guy again. <laughs> What if I just play this one on mute? Then it shows that somebody listened to the whole thing, but ugh, gross. <laughs> yeah. One person listened to me. At least one I think. person. Yeah. <laughs> just me on mute. I won't tell anybody <laughs> that I, I did it. it. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. My kids get so excited about watching like the Sunday reflection reflection videos, and I have to leave the room. Like I'll put it on and I'll just leave, and then my kids will complain about my hands moving too much when I talk. <laughs> They're like, Dad, you did this again. <laughs> I'm like, if only you knew how many takes we had of me doing this before <laughs> this do? actually happened. What did you yeah. do this morning when you did it? Your, your, yeah, your so. Tap, your little taps when you were. Right. Like, <laughs> lately I've been trying to record uh, the Sunday Reflection videos on, like, Wednesday or Thursday before anybody else gets here. Um, and this morning, so I've got to have the camera set up in the microphone. So I click record on the computer and then I come sit down and then I'm like, oh, I forgot to click on the camera and I press record on the camera. And I sat down and I was just like, <laughs> hey guys, welcome back. It's the third Sunday of Lent. <laughs> it's like, what is this? Why? Um, yeah. I don't know what it is. It was pretty funny. It's like my comfort zone. You know, mm -hmm. this is my warm up. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to stretch first. Yep. So. Is it? It's time. That time. It, it is, is time. That time. Yeah. Welcome to the lightning round. Hey, Adam, that's awesome, man, that you're giving up uh, or that you're praying for those little things during those daily moments. I think that's a great idea. Good job. Um, pray a quick prayer that I'll respond to your text next time, and maybe that'll help. Pray for me. I'm sorry. All right, lightning round. Let's do it. All right, what order are we doing this in? Uh, I guess. Go. I'll go, and then it's like, yeah. I like that. Erica, and then Andrew, and then you? Sure. All right. Okay. Tell us one, Andrew. All right. Ready? And go for it. Would you rather fly on a magic carpet or own an invisibility cloak? Invisibility cloak. Magic carpet. Oh, man, that's a tough one. Invisibility cloak. Magic carpet. I said it, and then I second guessed it. Would you rather have ice cream for breakfast or go to school in your pajamas? Uh, school in my pajamas. School in pajamas. School. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're right. Like also, also none of us that, go to school. But yeah, yeah, school in pajamas. Like if that were, yeah. Not ice cream for breakfast. Yeah, like all four breakfast. years. Yeah, um, I didn't already. <laughs> would you rather have an extra finger or an extra toe? Toe. Which nobody can Sorry. see it. Yeah. <laughs> no one. No, no extra question. Just gonna answer it. Finger. Yeah, mm -hmm. finger toe. 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 Be a giant hamster or a tiny rhino? <laughs> tiny rhino. Tiny rhino. Be tiny. Yes. Okay, okay. Yes, be. <laughs> tiny rhino. Would I'm you, sorry, what was that? Would you answer, <laughs> Hang on a second. What now? Do that again for a second. 
<laughs> That's the same sound effect you made for the duck that was actually fireworks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all the same. Uh, I'd be a tiny rhino for the yeah. Um, yeah, me too. Would you rather be a famous actor or win the lottery? Oh. Famous actor. Win the lottery. Yeah, I want to say we win the lottery. Win the lottery. Usually it doesn't go well, but still. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Stay at home on a Saturday night. This was supposed to be different, but I don't remember. Stay at home alone or have a party with complete strangers? Party with complete strangers. <laughs> Stay at home. <laughs> yeah, just alone, I guess. I think I'd have a party with complete strangers. <laughs> extrovert, extrovert, introvert, introvert. Yeah. <laughs> we know who we are here. That's a good way to tell. <laughs> Remain sticky. Wait. How did wait, I wait, get wait, wait, wait. in the first place? When did we begin being sticky? Remain sticky? Would you rather be sticky all the time or itchy all the time? Okay. Sticky. Yeah. Sticky. Yeah, sticky, but... Just ew. wallet and phone? Itchy. I don't want to be sticky. You're like stuck to I'm stuck to this What's making me sticky? That's why remain sticky with something odd. so much better. Um, have a dragon or be a dragon? <laughs> have a dragon? Can I train my have dragon? Have a dragon. I'm already a baby rhino. Why do I need to be a dragon? <laughs> have a dragon or be a dragon? Yeah, I want to have a dragon. Yeah. Yeah, have a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> um, have the same dream every night or never dream again? Mm. Same. Mm. Never dream again. I'm only it, missing one. Because <laughs> you can't pick, you cannot pick if it's good or bad. Okay. Oh. That reminds me of this dream I had in the Walmart parking lot the other day. Oh, really? Was there a fire? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, same dream every night. I can study it. <laughs> Wait. No, I'll go right. same dream every night. But no, it's the same never dream, dream Never night. dream like, again. Never dream again. It'd be the exact same thing as never dreaming again. Because it's just the same one I'm repeating. Yeah, but just I don't want to have the same dream, dream every day. Zero. Yeah, I guess. Ugh. Get up early or stay up late? Uh, stay up late. Stay up late. I would love to get up early, but I'm going to. <laughs> get up early. We'll have a conversation about honesty later. <laughs> or about truth later. Okay. So I said I'd love to, but I'd probably won't. <laughs> would you rather have bad breath or smelly feet? Smelly feet. Smelly feet. Yeah, smelly feet. Put them in my socks okay. and shoes. Cover that up. I guess um, nowadays we cover up our breath. Yeah, I already do have smelly feet, so I'll just take that one. It's true. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> would you rather give up your phone or only wear Crocs for the rest of your life? <laughs> I will give up my phone. I would gladly wear Crocs for the rest like, of my life. Do you you have so many like customization. There's so many options. Yeah, I'm good. Nobody said, like, yeah. nobody said original Crocs. I'm good. Just something of the Crocs brand. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Crocs. I'd go with Crocs. Um, would you rather not have a sense of smell? Would you say? So I'm wearing my Crocs on Tuesday. Please like, do. With the head bob. Would Just you... wait until you get a dog and he eats him. Okay, hurry. Would you rather not have a sense of smell or no sense of taste? Smell. smell. No smell. Yeah, yeah, no smell. Smell. Yeah, I already don't have a sense of smell. Um, would you rather dance every time you walk? Or sing every time you speak. Oh man, <laughs> you can do both. <laughs> Dude, can you both an option. I want to 
Uh, both. Which do you have to do? Yeah, if I had to do one, I have no problem singing while I speak. Like, Doesn't every always... time you open your mouth, you have to sing. Yeah, I'm cool with that. <laughs> I mean, it might not always sound good, but I'll do it anyway. I would dance and walk. Yeah, I, I dance every time I walk. It's like a, there's a Monty Python sketch. I think oh, I would yeah. dance every yes. time I walk. I could do that. Yeah. All right, last one. Okay. Would you rather have been there at the beginning of the world... Well, I was. Or be there at the end of the world. Oh, man. Well, beginning. beginning. I'll be there at the beginning. Like, you could see everything created. Yeah, okay. yeah. Or be there when it ends. <laughs> or and, see everything destroyed. And like, and, like, be a fly on the wall, like... Where's the wall? At the apocalypse. <laughs> it's about to get destroyed. Oh. <laughs> with, with you. With, oh, the beginning. Yeah, uh, beginning. beginning. Yeah, I think I'd go with the beginning. Well, even though the apocalypse is just a snowball fight, apparently. Yeah. Really I guess. Bye, everybody. We'll see you next week with Dave Bye, Palmer. everybody. <laughs> Come back and join us.